Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. Helen, good morning. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you. I understand. Is this true, Helen? You like trains. I am a big fan of trains. Are you going to enjoy <laughs> the picnic train or unfortunately not able to? I'm off to go on the 3801 on Saturday. Uh, what, what's the 3801? What is that? Uh, it's basically the big green streamliner um, that recently got restored. After 10 years, I've waited 30 years to get on this one, so, yeah. 30 years to get on board the train? That is, wow, okay. Some big expectations. Oh, absolutely. Fantastic. You've liked trains all your life? Um, I actually grew up on the Flying Scotchman, which is the one that came to the UK in 88 for the Bicentenary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my dad was the fireman on it, so that oh, was wow. my childhood. Oh, cool. That's awesome. That's yeah. very funky. All right, well, hey, you've obviously got that, that, you've got his genes, I imagine, then. Yeah, hopefully my son's got the same genes as well. Yeah, no, that's, a, oh, that's amazing. Well, hey, good luck with our stress test this morning. Uh, yep. I've got 10 seconds on the clock, something train-related, of course. Uh, I, I was thinking uh, five Thomas the Tank Engine characters, but you could pretty much like oh, just no. throw five <laughs> five men's names at me, and you'd you'd be all good. Um, yeah. well, it's, it, I mean, it sounds difficult, but it's not really. You got Thomas, you got Toby. He was the tram. Dave, remember him? Daisy Gordon. Yeah, Gordon. Um, there was the, the the helicopter as well. Harold, wasn't he? Harold, Harold the helicopter. Yeah. Yeah, um, you'd had Ringo Starr, the narrator. Um, That's right. It's sad when there's a whole generation of kids out there who know Ringo Starr from narrating Thomas the Tank Engine and not being the drummer of the Beatles. Absolutely. That's how I knew him. Yeah. <laughs> and you got the Fat Controller, which I don't think he's called that anymore, is he? Um, no, Sir Toppen Hat. That's right, Sir Toppen Hat. That's it, yes. Of course. <laughs> If you Wikipedia the Fat Controller, it comes up with Sir Top and Hat, formerly known as the Fat Controller. So that's right. <laughs> hey, te- that that's not the category though. Just for added confusion, um, five <laughs> things you'd find on a train. Ready? Yeah. Go for it. Passengers, cars, steam, tickets, carriages. Good enough. Oh, good enough for me. Well done, Helen. Congratulations. 25 bucks Thank a sports you. power and toilet at the atrium. And enjoy your train trip on the weekend. I sure will. Please let us know what it's like, if it lived up to all the expectations. Oh, will do. Do you get excited just going on a stock standard, like, boring passenger train down in Sydney, or is it not the same? No, it's not the no. same. And also, I forgot to mention, I actually volunteer for the miniature railway up in the Marsupial Park. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, awesome. Are they running this long weekend? Uh, no, it's the no. following weekend. Okay. All right, well, I have to keep that in mind. All right, awesome. We'll get along to that one. It's, it's good fun. Good fun day out. Hey, Helen, thank you so much. Just hold on there. I'll get all the details off you. Oh, ready? It's all trains today.
Love it. And as much as I'd love to now play train, Ames. Yes. I'm not going to. I'm disappointed in you. We're going to go... Well, no, I quite like I'm this. disappointed. No no, 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 bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. Okay. We're going to go from trains to planes. Oh. That is the Foo Fighters. I've got an idea. Oh, yeah, okay. i got an idea. Yep. Because we've had two massive train enthusiasts ring this morning. Yep. By the way, the picnic train in town. Get all the details at thepicnictrain.com.au. Yep. Um, and I just played a plane song then from the Foo Fighters, Learn to Fly. Yeah, what are we going to play, Shannon Knoll Drive next? No, but I'm thinking we should do, like, because we had train enthusiasts on today. Yep. And I know a couple of people who love planes. We should do, like, a weekly fan club where we find we pick a topic and we find the biggest enthusiast behind that topic Ooh, to get them on air and chat about it. Yeah, so, like so next you week, could be the biggest rabbit enthusiast in rab- Tower. Yeah, rabbit enthusiast. Yeah. Drum enthusiast. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Radio enthusiast is probably a <laughs> Radio little... Radio nerd. little too niche. And yeah. I'd, have to battle, <laughs> I'd have to battle that out against Tim Blackwell in the afternoon with Kate, Tim and, and Joel. Oh, I don't know. might have to battle a... it out with Greg Henry up in oh, Moree. <laughs> Big Greg. Greg, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I might have to. He's got the years on both Tim and I as well. Most definitely. So he'd, he'd, yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm not going to do you, that Greg. one. Love you, Greg. <laughs> Love you. I'll give you a call later on. We'll chat radio. Just get out of the system. <laughs> what do you think? I don't, I don't know yeah. if it's got legs or wings or or anything, but yeah, we'll give it a try. Or ears. Put it out there. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. Die's husband's big into planes. I think he should take us all on a plane ride. Die, you listening? <laughs> we want a plane ride. <laughs> I don't know, don't know if he's got a private jet. I think he's got Dye's that. Die's got a BMW. <laughs> I'm betting her husband has a private jet. <laughs> we'll get a sunroof <laughs> enthusiast on to have a chat. 8.45, this is George Ezra. Green, green grass here at 92.9. Grass enthusiasts. God. And hear the listeners leaving us in droves. <laughs> Here's some of the, well, slightly better bits Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. It's time for JB to share a McCafe coffee with someone. Chatting about what's going on locally, nationally or internationally. Or something a little different. It's the McCafe coffee break. Lots going on right around the region this long weekend. Of course, the big event is the National Thunder Rally, which is on... uh, Well, today it's getting underway. Uh, The Absolute Credence Experience Women of Rock and Damnation, the Bon Scott Tribute Show, is all on there at the National Thunder Rally today. And then tomorrow, Wingspan, celebrating the songs of Paul McCartney, is going to be there. You'd you'd love that, Olivia. The (laughs) The Wilburys... The Travelling Wilburys tribute band, they're going to be there. Love the Travelling Wilburys, greatest supergroup of all time with Tom Petty and Bob Dylan in there and Roy Orbison. The real Bob Dylan's in it? Well, not here in Tamworth. Oh. No, although Bob Dylan has played here in Tamworth before. Do you know that? In the 90s, he played at Trek. Really? Yeah, there you go. Interesting. Someone I don't know who that, any of these people are. Someone of that. Okay, I'll continue. Jimmy Barnes. You know who Barnes is. Love Barnesy. They've got the Jimmy Barnes tribute show, Barnstorm. I did hear about that. There. I know people are going, yeah. 
Uh, then Sunday, Sarah Head, Al and the Buccaneers, the Buddy Knox Blues Band, and the Whispering Jack Show, the tribute to the music of John Farnham will be on on Love Sunday. Love John Farnham. Love Farnsy. You're the voice turning. <laughs> <laughs> you trailed out. What did you yeah. want me to join in? Yeah. Oh, did you? You let me down. Sorry. Um, I like You're the Voice, but I like you know some of his other tracks. That's Freedom. That's a good track. Freedom's okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, you're talking John Farnham's Freedom or George Michael Freedom? I'm a little confused here now. I'm just going to back um, away. Um, Two Strong Hearts. That's yes, a good track that is from, a, that's a banger. Yeah, and Age of Reasons, good too, it's from okay. John Farnham. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, of course, the NRL Grand Final <gasps> is on Sunday. Yes. Penrith versus Parramatta. So excited. That's going to be on the big screen over there at everywhere. the National Thunder Rally. And everywhere as well. The Beatles tribute concert's going to be on, on uh, Sunday over there as well. And the That'll Aftershock of Aussie Rock. So there you go. Oh, you like the Beatles? That got your interest. No, I don't like them, but oh. I imagine other people <laughs> would. <laughs> well, I know them. I've heard of them. Yeah. I've heard my dad mention the Beatles. So I yeah, like them. I think I've seen yeah. a movie with them in it too. Yeah. No, I think I think the motorcycle thunder thing is going to be amazing. I would only my only recommendation is people be careful on the roads. Yes, of course. The police are going yes. to be everywhere. Yes. Double demerit points. Yes, that's it. And there's going to be a lot of road closures. Yeah. Especially on Monday here in Tamworth. Yes. So mm. keep all that in mind. Uh, the old boys and old girls matches on at Scully Park over uh, tomorrow. Uh, so it's going to be good. The old boys reunion game. Is going to be played there with uh, Cal Rossi Anglican School alumni or alumni. 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 <laughs> uh, I hate that word. Entertainment, catering, and the cash bar is all available there. So get along to yeah, that one. Um, um, we love a school reunion too. Just to let you know, the Oxy High School's Class of 92 school reunion is going to be on at the Tamworth really? Hotel on Saturday night. So get along to that one. On Saturday night at the Tamworth? Yeah. They're also doing karaoke. There you go. Get along there. Meet people who you haven't seen for 30 years since you graduated. And sing a banger. Um, tell people that you invented post-it notes. <gasps> and, Stop. I and love Romy and Michelle. I've actually set up for that. Glad you got the reference. Thank mm. you. Uh, and do some karaoke. And don't forget the regional road show. Yes, so cricket. Tell cricket us about that. Fans. Tell us about cricket. So it's on in Armadale and Tamworth. Tamworth yeah. on Sunday yeah. down at... Bicentennial Park. <laughs> I had to like really think about is, that. Is it Bicentennial Park or is it the cricket grounds? You know what? It's along... in the news. Listen okay, to the news right. and you'll know where all it right. is. Um, I'm like thinking of Romy and Michelle Halloween costume Sorry. outfits now. Yeah, um, yeah and po- yes, yes, but yes. So it's the regional roadshow. So it's yes. a countdown to the ICC men's T20 yeah. cricket game. Yeah. Um, there's going to be some cricket stars there. Yeah. Um, remember for Tamworth, Kevin Anderson's going to be down there. There'll be food games. It's a really good opportunity to go down there and see like all the kind of antique silverware as well yeah. and get your kids down there yeah. for a lot of fun, meet some famous people. And you never know if you can hit a ball really well. Maybe Maybe someone will pick you up. That's it, exactly. That's right. You'll be in the Ashes squad before you know you it. You never know. So Ooh, that, are Glenn McGrath. <laughs> nailed it. Uh, and finally, to the Tamworth Radio Control Car Club. They're having their open day on Sunday, the 2nd of October. You can get down there, check it all out, race the cars around the track there. Good fun. Uh, and there's their annual general meeting as well from 9 o'clock till 3 on Sunday. The Tamworth Radio Control Car Club at what Back a weekend. To Road. See, lots going on. I didn't so lie. much. 
Well, I'm excited. Know. And Daylight Saving. Yes, Daylight Savings. Move your clock forward on Sunday yes. at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. If you're up, then move it People forward. People will because it's extended trading hours Sunday night. That's right. When you get back from the pub, remember mm-hmm. to move your clock Most forward. Most will do it automatically, well, yeah. though. And that as well. Yeah, but your car, oh no, if you've got leave, an old car like mine. Car. <laughs> leave your car. Leave it for six I months, it'll d- catch I, up. Yeah, <laughs> legitimately. And the same with the stove as mm. well. Just leave that alone. Mm-hmm. Lots going on right around the region this weekend. The full events guide up on our website as well, fm929.com.au. And of course, as Olivia mentioned as well, double demerit points as well. So be safe out there on the roads. Yeah. Here's some of the, well, slightly better bits from JB during the week. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. Just a random thing before I go. A couple of cars have randomly caught on fire. Yep. So we put the question out, what caught on fire? Simple oh. as that. Lots of eyebrows catching on fire. Oh, um, yeah. Jody said, Why? pitch... Picture this, 1997 Year 9 cooking lesson. It's lasagna on the menu and my eyebrows on fire. Nice. So um, I I caught our um, school bag on fire in Year 9 science from the Bunsen burner tap thing. Oh, the Bunsen burners were so fun. Yeah. And... Do they way. even let kids have those nowadays? Not sure. Probably not. Don't know. Don't know. Nobody's allowed to have anything now. No, nah, all change. the fun gone. <laughs> uh, yeah, ask your son. Yeah, ask yeah he'll be the closest to yeah. all of us of, of being at school age. Um, and, of course, that, that my homework for the next class went up in flames of as well. Course my school did. bag. So oh, the, it was, was a, of course. It yeah. was a logical... Not on yeah, at all. There was, there was <laughs> thoughts behind that. Yeah. Um, Oopsie, I dropped it into a flame. I've not caught anything on fire... Yeah. But speaking of having one too many, my husband. Oh, yeah. Here, another story about my husband. Um, <laughs> nearly caught our house on fire once. Oh. He came home and he was drunk, obviously. Went to put a feed on uh, chips and chicken Kiev. Yeah. Yum. Fell asleep. I've woken up at 3 a.m. Oh, no. And I've walked out because I, I just don't know what woke me up. I just woke up and then the, the kitchen, oh. dining room's all filled with smoke. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I walk over to the oven, open oh. it up. Here's this blackened chips and blackened Kiev and my husband asleep in the lounge room. Oh, wow. All right, you win. Good thing. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, okay. you know, what are they? The fire... Fire alarm. Fire alarm. What are they called? Yeah. Is that what they're called? Yeah. 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 Well, Good thing that went off. Fire oh. It didn't. Oh, it didn't oh. go it off. It didn't go off. Oh. No. Needed new batteries. I don't remember. This was... By the way, yeah. perfect segue as well. Daylight savings this weekend. Change your batteries in your smoke oh, alarm wait. as well. Yes, I can't oh, wait, I can't wait, wait to change days. your batteries in oh your smoke gosh, alarm. Oh, my gosh, yes. Jeez, you got excited about that. <laughs> God. I can't wait. I'm ready. I've got all my batteries ready. To... No, daylight savings. Oh, daylight savings. Yeah, I like I that I cannot well. wait to drive yes. home and it not be dark. Yes. Oh, oh. I count down for this. this we, get, awesome. we get excited about great stuff here, don't we? Here's some of the, well, slightly better bits from JB during the week. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. Do you like what I did there? Wake me up when September ends. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. let me just check the date and what day I'm in. Yeah. Okay. Hilarious. <laughs> Boom. <Bum-bum>. Um, <laughs> Actually, I mentioned that because the 30th of September... And for some of our audience out there, you might have to ask your parents or great-grandparents about this, but um, the 30th of September 1993, after 132 years of service, the very last telegram in Australia was sent, 
And I mention that because that's got local Tamworth significance at the very last telegram in all of Australia was actually sent here in Tamworth. Is that right? Yeah, from the Tamworth Post Office to the Tamworth Power Station Museum was the very last. Yeah, the very last telegram ever sent in Australia. Uh, Telecom shut the service down at 5 p.m. on the 30th of September 1993. And it was with that very last telegram sent from the Tamworth Post Office to the Power Station Museum that was the closure of the service. Wow. You can go down to the Power Station Museum and you'll find it behind the, uh, the glass there. Oh, on I've display. Read that. Yeah, there oh, you go. I didn't put the two together. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's really bad. I, I actually oh. had to, I, I, I was kind of in a similar boat to you. I had to actually asked the lovely volunteer man down there. Oh, they're amazing there. I was like, is, is that like one of the last telegrams or is that the last telegram? Yeah, right. And the guy said, no, that is the end of the service. Wow. So, um, yeah. So, very cool. That's really cool. And, Thank yeah, go down and have a look. And the, yeah. the volunteers down there are amazing yeah. and have so much detail yeah. around that stuff. It's really cool. And also, I just want to point out that you did say, ask your parents or grandparents, did you say? Yes. And did you say it happened in 1993? <laughs> well, I mean, well, yeah. But I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I dare say with the... <laughs> just with feeling the- <laughs> really old right now, Jamie. But, I mean, I, I imagine in the last... Five, ten years of the telegram service, not too many people are sending him. Is that safe enough to say? My son, who's now so. 25, did actually say to me once when I was getting some handwritten letters out from a girlfriend and I, we used to write letters at school, yeah. people. This is when we handheld pens <laughs> yeah. and wrote letters to each other in the school holidays because we didn't have phones, right? Yeah. How old do I feel now? I guess, I guess what are they? <laughs> what are they? Yeah, they're letters. How did you get them to your friend? Put him in the post. This was like five at the time. Yeah, like, okay. this is a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, He's yeah. now twenty-five. <laughs> did you did you ever get a telegram? No, I just no. I, no, I got a letter. Being... I didn't get a telegram. No, so I didn't get a telegram. your parents would have done telegrams. My parents would. Yeah, have. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's all yeah. like you used to do them for weddings, weddings and, and stuff yeah. like that. And I think mum and dad have yeah. got them from early on when they first moved into their house and yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 all yeah. that kind of stuff. So, yeah. but I imagine it's it's well and truly diminished in recent times, which is why oh. in nineteen ninety three it shot. Yes. So yeah, um, uh, yeah. Well. Does, so, does any of that stuff happen so, anymore? Do you write letters? Do you send letters? Do you t- I mean, there's no telegrams? That's really interesting, but that's a art form gone, isn't it? Do you remember back in the '90s when it was amazing and exciting when you got emails, <laughs> and now yeah, no. it's exciting when you get actual letters that aren't bills <laughs> in the letterbox? <laughs> that very rarely happens, doesn't it? You just Strange don't go the mailbox anymore. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't go. Here's some of the well slightly better bits from JB during the week. Is JB, I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. Either sharing a cafe coffee with someone, chatting about what's going on locally, nationally, or internationally, or something a little different. The McCafe Coffee Break. And this morning, an absolute pleasure to have a chat with Liz Hayes from Channel 9. Liz, thank you so much for your time this morning. How are you? I'm very well, and thank you for having me. No, my absolute pleasure. Your show, Under Investigation, is back on Channel 9 this evening, the fourth season of this one, and it's been a really fascinating journey watching uh, all of these uh, episodes, and it gets underway back again for the fourth season tonight. Uh, If people are familiar with Under Investigation, give us a bit of a a brief synopsis, I guess, on what people can expect from the show, Liz. Well, look, it's the concept is it's about crime. Uh, we investigate just about everything, I must say, but it's ultimately um, more about crime than anything. We have a table of experts, usually 
uh, who come in for every different episode, who've already been able to delve deeply into the subject matter. And we sit there basically and uh, go through that particular story and try and pick it apart, what's wrong with this picture we're looking at, and see if we can find uh, new information um, and and new leads, I presume, I, I think is what we're really yeah. after, is to try and solve a mystery. And um, But in the process, we are highlighting some pretty uh, old cases, cases, things that have been sitting there for a long time. We use new technology, we bring, and by now, new people mm. uh, are prepared to come forward um, because it's such a long time in many cases. So, look, it's, it's people's real lives, and it's about what happened to them and what we can do to find them. Uh, this this uh, the first episode for season four's Jeff Whitford, uh, yeah. a South Australian detective inspector who was found uh, on a remote beach in SA. Give us what what happened with that? Yeah, look, it's um, this is really quite a disturbing case. Uh, Jeff Whitford is a rising star in the police force. He's thirty eight when he's made the head of an ultra secret police unit called J One. And it is to seek out, um, you know, the drug trade, et cetera, that was happening in uh, Adelaide at the time. He's found dead, uh, and it's believed he's committed suicide. But in actual fact, uh, we would argue that that's not the case tonight. We would put a case for him having met with foul play. His daughter was um, only nine, I think, at the time that he died. And she grew up and wondered why on earth would he want to leave the family? What was it that made him want to leave the world? And uh, she became a policewoman. And, uh, but ultimately, she went looking. And what she found, uh, she brought to us. And it is extraordinary. Uh, it, you have to wonder why on earth did anybody think this was a reasonable police investigation? It would appear from what we have seen that um, statements are being made uh, by witnesses who say they never said them, um, two sets of various photographs at the scene, various um, uh, suicide notes saying things that just didn't appear to be right, um, and, a, and a man who uh, reported corruption uh, within the force mm. only days before his death. Mm. So, look, it is, it is one of those stories where we shine a light and go, uh, does this make sense? Um, that contradicts that. So what do we make of this? Uh, it is really quite a compelling case and, and it's somewhat disturbing that it's sat there for so long and I think quite buried for a good reason. But, um, you know, it's, um, it, it's, these are stories I hadn't heard of either beforehand yeah. and you, you do find yourself going, this is one person's life. Yeah, and it had been shelved basically and and put away as a uh, a suicide. And I wonder how many more cases are out yeah. there, which are just not what they seem to be. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I imagine working on a show like this is vastly different than the work you did on Today and Sixty Minutes and and your various uh, reporting gigs you've done over the years. Yes, it is. Um, it is uh, to, to begin with. It's studio based, so it is sitting with people, experts around a table and discussing what we're looking at. But it's all form, it's, a, it's another form of journalism, of course. It's journalism. It's, it's just another way of to tell a story. Um, 60 Minutes, of course, um, 
does it differently to when you're at the Today Show, um, which is, you know, at that early morning, you know what it's like. Um, yeah. And you've got, to, <laughs> you've got to encapsulate the headlines pretty quickly and get things done, you know, move through the morning fairly yeah. quickly. Um, so it's just another form of telling yeah. a story is how I view it, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's kind of cool for yourself being able to do those very vastly different forms of journalism. You know, the Today Show where you're on your feet breaking news throughout the morning, 60 minutes, you've been able to obviously tell a story and get out there and investigate it and, you know, travel the world. I imagine that 60 minutes, that, that would have been an exhausting an exhausting stint. Six minutes was a fantastic stint, I can tell yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, of course. I spent 20, yeah. you know, um, 25, 26 years doing yeah. 60 minutes exclusively and... Um, it um, it showed me the world, and yes. I was able to tell just about any story I could imagine uh, and meet people I never thought I could imagine. Um, it 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 really did introduce me to the world, but a world of stories. Yeah. And you know, I've found it fantastic. One of the stories I am um, very passionate about. I hate to do this segue on you. But no, that's all right. <laughs> is Go rural for it. health, and in your yes. area yes. in particular, rural health is incredibly vital. And um, that obviously came about, that was one of the biggest stories I've ever told, my own father's death. And as a result of that, I saw the failings of rural health, not just in my area, but in, uh, which happens to be a very similar area to where you are, but, you know, throughout New South Wales, and then we see it throughout Australia. And it's a really difficult yes. area to try and do something about. But they're your, view, they're your listeners, they're yes. your people's lives. You're entitled to an, the same amount as anybody else. We don't, country people don't expect um, the, you know, the cardiac uh, surgeon to be able to perform open heart uh, surgery up, up in your yes. main street there. But, but you do expect that you can have very solid, um, basic, good health care. And that's missing. Yes. And that's one of those stories I'm passionate about. Sorry, grabbed your moment. <laughs> no, 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 by all means, go for it. Um, you, um, you, you, and that's fantastic to see because I think that there needs to be a lot more focus, I think, on rural and country-based issues to a wider audience and a capital city audience. And I mean, I've, Oh, of course. You know, yeah, I was raised in the country. Yes. And, and I did my cadetship in the country. And I, my family's still in the country. And country people are stoic and um, hardworking and just quite accepting on a lot of fronts because you've got so much other stuff to get done. But, you know, um, I just, I just you, you deserve so much more. And that's really what motivates me because, um, you know, it, it's not like, it's not about more money. It's about getting the money spent in the right yes. places. That's what I feel. So, I, I, and I think you're right. There are a whole lot of this, a whole lot of country, rural, regional stories that are vital that uh, we in the big smoke would don't necessarily know about, should know about, um, and would be happy to hear. What was your standout moment from all those years doing 60 Minutes and the Today Show? What was this sort of the pinch-me moment when you were talking to someone, famous or otherwise, that's sort of a standout? Oh, gosh, I'm... Um, it's like I'm naming really your favourite kids. <laughs> I, can't, I can't pull it out of the hat right at this minute. But look, without doubt, the Today Show uh, was just um, an extraordinary uh, way for me to uh, learn to broadcast yeah. and to um, just, you know, um, as you know, it's live. Uh, we're live. And it's you learn to 
uh, go with the flow. There's no pre-recording, no doing it later. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that I just and it was a format that suited me. I really yeah. enjoyed just being allowed to be me. Yeah. Uh, but sixty minutes by um, contrast is uh, is recorded. Of course, we go out and, and we film stories. But I think anywhere where I just didn't expect to be, I didn't expect to be in the Hindu Kush in Afghanistan. I didn't expect to be sleeping in a one-man tent in the Arctic Circle with bare mace, a toilet roll and a shovel. It's my only (laughs) standby. (laughs) I didn't expect a lot of those. I didn't expect to be shot at. I didn't expect to be, you know, uh, they're the sorts of things where you go, what the hell? But... In glorious hindsight, when you survive them, of course, you do go, well, wasn't that something? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, the story, but the stories that stay with you truly are those heartfelt human stories. Yeah. I, I, I get absolutely snagged by those uh, yeah. because they mean something. I can, I can put myself in their situation. Yes. I can feel it. I can see it. So that's always caught me out. I love it. Liz, thank you so much for your time this morning. We're looking forward to watching Under Investigation back for the fourth season again this evening. Thank you so much for your time. An absolute pleasure. Yes, thank you for giving me the time. Here's some of the, well, slightly better bits from JB during the week. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. Uh, earlier on in the week on Monday, I spoke about how a girl from Canada got a Guinness World Record by putting 22 socks on her foot in 30 seconds. She set the kids' record, the under-16s record, for most numbers of socks on one foot. The adult record is 28. I'm not even going to attempt to, to break that, but I am going to see how many socks I can get on my foot in 30 seconds. We're going to film this and put it up on our Facebook page so you can laugh today. My... As my concern is, yeah. like, the layout of preparation. Oh. Like, I feel like you need the socks kind of open already so you yeah, can okay. just, like, grab them and, yes. like, quickly slide them yes. on. Because if you're having to pick them up from the table where you've set them up yeah. and, like, then reach down and put them on, it's logistics, you know? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. it's all about preparation, it, I think. It, preparation is yeah. the key. And also, you had a valid point the other day as well mm. of... Um, Sizing. Yeah, yeah, because I think that might be a problem. I've kind of, I could do have some smaller socks that have kind of shrunk in the wash. But the more you put on, the different your foot is going to change in size. Yeah. So I'm going to start with these shrunken ones first. Yeah. So first, the ones that have more elasticity. Do I put later. Down the end. Yeah, See? yeah. That's a so that I'm is good. That's good thinking. By the way, do you like my socks? They're all dark. They're all black. I socks. asked JB why he has no white socks. I it's, think I only own. I, do you? Uh, yeah, I have a lot of white socks. As white snocks, socks go with trainers. But they they they're gross to wash. I I hate washing. They gro- oh, they don't stay super yeah, white. But you just got to keep buying them. I have like one white shirt, and that's it. Everything else I buy is monochromatic, so I don't I don't have to. Wash I agree as much. with like that pattern of clothing. Bleaching and all of that crap that mm. you have to do to keep stuff white. And the, that is tough. But they go in that. your shoes, so as long as the top of them look white. Yeah, true. That's a good point. But you probably wear more dark shoes than I do. I do, yes. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I don't think I have any white shoes. I only have black. You should invest in some so. nice little Stan Smiths or something. They're very cute. Okay. Well, hey, we'll attempt this. You wanna, we'll get filming yes. for our Facebook yes, page. Yes, we're going to film. And uh, we'll see how many. The record, 22 
set by Carolina Cruz of Calgary. Now, I'm allowed to uh, wear one. You're allowed to wear a sock to start with. Okay, good. So you're, you're starting with, with one, one already. On. Yeah. Perfect. So we'll get to this. I'll get an ad break out of the way. We'll come back. Mm-hmm. I'll get into the mindset and we'll okay. see how many socks I can get on my hoof. I'm, I'm in into 30 it. 30 seconds. We'll do it. We'll do that next. Here's some of the, well, slightly better bits from JB during the week. Yeah, it certainly is. This morning, though, the big news. Can we set a Guinness World Record here? Most socks on one foot in 30 seconds. 22 socks on one foot set by a 14-year-old in Calgary over the weekend. I'm going to attempt it. This is how unconfident I'm feeling with this, though. I don't even have uh, 14 socks. Uh, 22 socks to start with. I think I've got about 15 so let's let's see how we go. Thank you very much. Oh, Olivia's turning them around so they're ready to go. Yeah, All right. Prepared, JB. So typical male going into this. Actually, I'm going to remove that piece of paper as well because I'll I'll end up putting that on my foot instead of the sock. Okay, 30 seconds on the clock. I'm allowed one sock on my foot, Lol. which is here. It's ready to go. I nearly pulled a hammy putting my bloody <laughs> leg up on the table. Already done an injury before we've started. Uh, all right. Well, 30 seconds. Wish me luck. This is going to go really quick. We're filming this too, so you can watch it on our Facebook page later on. Here we go. 30 seconds. The most amount of socks on the foot in 30 seconds. Three, the time. Yep. Two, two one. Go. go. All right. Uh, one sock. Already it's taking too long. Kind of on, sort of. Does that count? Yeah. Two, three. Uh, I don't know how often... They're like allowed on the foot, but oh, that's four. You're looking good though. Five. You're six. Got ten seconds. To oh, go. do I? Is that all? Yeah. Seven. I've done a half. Five. Eight. Four, three. Two. Nine. One. <laughs> I think it was nine. I might have to remove him. Hang on. I'll um, remove him. Can we just get a oh, close up? Yeah. Of what this like Dobby the house elf. <laughs> <laughs> it does. And I'll put that one back on for good measure. There you go. There's his hat. Hello. Yeah. All right. So one sock, two socks, three socks, four socks, five, six, seven, and then the original eight. That's not bad. I could have, I, look, I, I reckon I could have done better. I was expecting at least 10, so I've, I've let myself down. You let me down too. But, you know what? That was... that was. I'm proud of you, though. Thank you very much. Because in watching you, I knew from the first sock you were going to struggle. <laughs> so, <laughs> the fact you got nine on, I think, is quite an effort. I'm not going to lie. I'm Bravo. I, thank you very much. I, I've, I have to see the video of her doing the 22 socks in 30 seconds. That is a Could ripping effort. be a Guinness World of Records for a radio announcer? Sure. Done. I'll take I'll that. I'll give you a... I will get it, the trophy. Here's some of the, well, slightly better bits from JB during the week.